Hey, what's up, podcast? This is Matt Shalava, and you're listening to the Road to Freedom pod. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Matt Shalava. And it's Friday. It's the weekend. It's finally, uh, you know, kind of everybody's favorite time to kind of relax and just take some time to themselves and for family. Uh, for a lot of us, we're, a lot of people are already kind of in weekend mode 24-7 just because things have been a little bit strange with people being stuck at home and things like that. But um, for me, I've been working and I am kind of ready to relax with some family and uh, get some things done with my business and hang out with family and friends and stuff like that. So it'll be good. Um, But I was just, today was a bit interesting. Um, I had an interesting case on eBay, actually two, where two different buyers I had had very odd interactions with. Um, it was just super bizarre. So the first one happened um, happened around lunchtime today. Actually, both of them did. But the first one was weird. I had sold, um, I had sold some like cosmetic uh, stuff and the person reached out to me and had said, hey, um, you had sold me this they said I sold them two hair cutting capes and I've never sold hair cutting capes before so it was really weird they were like hey you sold me these two hair cutting capes for $12 and I bought them in April and they're still not here yet and I kind of it was super weird because they used a listing that was not hair cutting capes at all and said that I had that I had sold them these capes for like cutting hair so you don't get hair all over yourself and so I was looking at it, I was like, well, this doesn't even make any sense. I've never sold these before, and this number like that they gave me isn't a number of any transaction I've ever done. And so I messaged them back, and I was like, hey, I, I don't know what you're talking about, but um, I didn't say it like that, but I basically said, hey, this listing was for this cosmetic item, and um, it was not for any sort of cape. Uh, I'm sorry to hear that you can't find these capes, but you should reach out to your local USPS and see if maybe it's stuck at the post office have a great day and so they haven't gotten back to me yet but that was just super weird because I don't know where they got that I don't know if they were trying to come up with some sort of scam but pretty sure the worst kind of scam is trying to tell somebody that they sold you something that they didn't actually sell and then getting your money back I don't really know how they would do that so uh, it's just really weird and I kind of uh, thought it was a super bizarre way to either try and scam somebody or just a super weird thing that somebody would reach out about, but whatever. Uh, it, it was pretty. It was pretty funny. Um, the other thing that happened was is in the beginning of April, I had some video game consoles that I had sold, and I had had them and sold them just uh, because things were picking up around then. People were stuck at home, so it was a good time to sell them. And one of them sold out to a buyer in California, and they got the item and then immediately after getting the item requested a return and i've never had to deal with any sort of problem on ebay outside of like maybe somebody wanting to return something and uh, it being my fault or something like that but i've never had to deal with something like this but they requested a return and then i i keep returns on for my ebay account i have free returns for any buyer that's just because I think it promotes people to buy from you more. Uh, I think people are more apt to buy from people who um, offer free returns, offer free shipping, and it bumps 
me up in the search algorithm a good bit to offer free returns rather than not offering free returns. So I do that. So it automatically gets approved, which is fine. And they said, hey, my girlfriend found a cheaper price on this and I think I'm gonna return it, which is fine. I mean, if somebody finds a cheaper price, whatever. I mean, I'm not happy about it, but I have free returns on so they can take advantage of it if they need to. And so it automatically got approved and then days went by and I didn't get any shipping confirmation or anything like that. So I'm waiting and I'm waiting and I'm waiting. And then roughly like nine to 10 days later, I got a notification from eBay that said, your item has been shipped back. And I was like, okay, well, you know, I'll get the item. And then probably about a minute later, it said your item has been delivered. And I was kind of confused because there's no way that that's possible. And so I thought maybe they just uploaded the tracking information somehow and maybe it was delivered. So I went and checked my front porch and it wasn't there. So I was like, well, that's weird. So I went back and in the time that I'd done that, the buyer had opened a case on eBay saying that I hadn't refunded them for the item that had been delivered. And because it had showed that the item had been delivered on April 13th back to me, it had been five days since April 13th and you're supposed to refund them within one day of getting the item. And so it automatically approved that the item had been sent back to me and it automatically gave them a refund. So I had no item and I had no money. And I was kind of like pissed because I'm like, well, what, what do I do now? Somebody just took this, the video game console that I sold and then they took my money and I don't have anything. And so I messaged eBay, but it was in the time where eBay wasn't doing any sort of calls or anything like that because it was right at the start of COVID. So it was super, it was kind of like a, a time where I couldn't really do anything about it. So I put in a request to have the return reviewed and then crickets for like three weeks. And so finally today at lunch, I called them and I, I kind of set something up and it had been a while. Things have started to open up a little bit. So I figured maybe they had some people taking calls and I know that they have like some people that do calls personally and things like that that are eBay reps. So I figured maybe some of those people were able to take calls. So I called in and I got a call center out of like Utah and I explained what happened to the lady and she was like, well, did you look at the tracking number that he provided? And I said that I hadn't because for some reason I hadn't got a tracking number from the return. And so she said, well, you may want to look at it because it's really weird. It doesn't show that it, like it doesn't show like a normal one would. And so I went and I looked at it and it said that on eBay, it said that the label had been created on April 18th. And then on the tracking, it showed that it was delivered to me on April 13th. So that's, that's completely impossible because the label showed that it was created five days after it was already delivered. So that was weird. And then I looked at who had it said like on the actual like delivery history, it said that it had been created with Amazon. And so now I was looking at it, I was like, well, this is just very strange because I, I can't really see how there would be, um, how it would have been created by Amazon. I mean, if you're creating a label through Amazon, you either A, sold to somebody across like, you know, somewhere in the country or somewhere across the world, or B, the label is created to ship to your house. And it showed it being delivered from, somewhere it started in Maryland and then was delivered to my house. And so I'm thinking about it and I was like, well, I've had a lot of stuff delivered from Amazon in the past month. A lot of things have gone online and now I'm you know, either buying things for myself or for my business online. So I looked and it was very bizarre, but somehow the buyer had gotten a tracking number from one of my Amazon purchases and uses the tracking number on eBay for the return, which was super clever because 
if I hadn't noticed that, I would have never been able to tell that it hadn't been like a real tracking number because I was kind of confused myself. I was like, well, maybe they did deliver it, but it doesn't make sense that the dates don't line up. So what had happened was is they took a, a tracking number from one of the packages I ordered on Amazon. I don't know how they got that. And then they use it as the tracking number on eBay. And so on eBay, it showed that it had been delivered to me. On USPS.com, it showed that it had been delivered to me. But it showed that the shipping partner on USPS was Amazon. And that's kind of what threw a red flag into the whole thing. The other thing is that it, they didn't use an eBay shipping label. So when you have free returns, the buyer is automatically provided with a shipping label that is free to them to ship with. So there should be no need for your buyer to go and buy a shipping label. There should be no need for them to use any shipping label outside of the label that's provided to them through eBay. And so that was bizarre to me. But the most bizarre thing was that the buyer was from California and it said that the sh shipping label was picked up in Maryland as the first place. So I'm fairly certain the buyer did not drive to Maryland to drop it off at the post office. So that's kind of what threw everything off for eBay and they ended up coming back to me and saying, hey, we don't know what this guy's doing. It looks really shady. So we're giving you your money back. You can be fine. So they ended up refunding me the full amount for the sale and I was super pumped about that. That guy is off enjoying his video game console and he's gonna find out later today that uh, roughly a good amount of money was taken out of his PayPal. So, I mean, that's gonna be funny, but I was just kind of, I was kind of shocked a little bit that he got an actual tracking number from an item that had been delivered to my house through Amazon. I mean, I'm not really sure how he found that. I don't know very much about how you would find tracking numbers for other people's houses outside of actually going into their Amazon account. So, I mean, that's just, that's kind of a bizarre thing that happened and I've never dealt with that before, but it's good to know going forward that that's a possibility and maybe good to know going forward that I should change my Amazon password. But, um, you know, I wanna talk about today, one of the things that a lot of people worry about with eBay and it's getting scammed. And I kind of started off the episode talking about getting scammed for myself just because it's something that I was worried about when I started selling online and didn't really know how to handle. And so a lot of people, whenever they talk about selling online, they think about eBay and they, they think about, you know, you could get scammed, the person could rip you off and things like that. And while these sorts of things are a possibility, they're not really the norm. And I wouldn't expect them to be something that happens to you very often, if at all, unless you become someone who sells on eBay at a high volume because when you're selling at high volumes there's always going to be those people that want to scam you there's always going to be the people that want stuff for free and they're going to find their way to do it i mean it happens online it happens in retail stores whether somebody returns you know you can buy things at one store and then return to another store and get more money back and stuff like that or or whatever you do there's different ways to scam stores and I'm not advocating any of them. I'm just saying there are, it happens in any sort of business. There's always gonna be those people that are the freeloaders and wanna get things for free and can't really, you know, something's wrong with their head where they have to like scam other people to get the things that they want. So, you know, dealing with that, I wanna kinda debunk some of the myths about eBay and scamming and things like that. Um, and I guess number one would be that eBay is a easy platform to get scammed on. and that's not very true um you know it is a very automated platform they've moved more towards automation like amazon has but the difference with ebay is that they have call centers and they have a lot of them 
So I've never really been put on hold very long for eBay. I mean, it may be like 10 to 12 minutes at the most where a call is waiting to be placed or something like that. But for me, I just go on, I hit the have us call you button and then I just go about my day and whenever they get time to call me, they call me in like the next 10 minutes and I can go and and talk about the return and stuff like that. But eBay is pretty good about trying to work with the seller and the buyer. They understand that the sellers are the drivers of their business and they also understand that the sellers are also the buyers. So a lot of sellers are loyal to eBay and they'll buy on eBay. So eBay is really good about working with you with that kind of stuff. And if you can kind of understand the way that eBay works, you have a much better shot of getting a return handled in the right manner. I mean, you'll always hear about those people that have, you know, somebody bought something from me and returned the wrong item or somebody did this or that or the other thing. And like I said, with any business that's going to happen, if you're going into this thinking that you're not going to get scammed on eBay or Mercari or something, then you have the wrong mindset because you are for sure going to get scammed at some point doing something. And it's just the nature of business. It's going to happen in any sort of business, whether, whether you, whether you sell items and people return the wrong ones to you, whether you provide a service and people end up not paying you, whether you take a check and go to cash it and it comes up as fraudulent, whatever you do, there's going to be a time where somebody goes to scam you. And, and that's not to suspect everyone, but that's just to realize that that's part of the business. And so trying to keep those low is something that I would strive to do, but also realizing that if it happens, it's not going to be the norm for you. Um, you know, I've been selling on eBay for years and I've been selling on eBay actually very seriously for about a year now. I've had maybe two or three cases where people have tried to scam me and I've done well over, oh, I don't know, five to 600 transactions on eBay at least. Um, you know, that's a super low rate of people that are trying to scam you and Sometimes it's just more items that are more in demand. Oftentimes you'll find people when you're selling an item, they want it and they don't feel like paying what the resale price on it is. And so that's kind of when people would try and scam you. If you're doing a lot of thrift store stuff or anything like that, I would highly doubt that you're going to get scammed anyways because most people aren't trying to scam you for a vintage Ralph Lauren jacket or something like that. They're more trying to go after sneakers or after what the next hot item is that, you know, like if you're selling a hot item around Christmas, somebody may get kind of upset because they feel like they're being ripped off and then they'll try and do like a scam that they'll try and scam you that way. But for the most part, I haven't had to deal with any scams. It's not uh, something that's prevalent on eBay. Back in the day, it was, but you have to think back in the 90s and the early 2000s, people were sending each other cash in the mail. People were sending checks like eBay was not at all at the level it is now where you're doing PayPal transactions and now where they're moving to managed payments and things like that. It was literally like the Wild West for eBay where you're sending each other cash in the mail and you're hoping that somebody sends you real money instead of counterfeit bills. And it's just it was a much different time back then. And there was a lot more, it was a lot easier to get scammed than it is now. And so when you hear about people talking about getting scammed, a lot of them hear these stories from people who first started selling on eBay back when it first came out or hear stories of, you know, family or friends that had gotten scammed on eBay. And that's just because it was a lot easier to scam people and get scammed on eBay back when it first started. And that's typical. I mean, anything when it first starts out isn't built with infrastructure like it is. 20, 30 years down the road. And so 
right now it's at a good place. I like eBay because they really care about you. They work with you a lot. I like Amazon because it makes you money, but they do not care about you one iota. If you disappear from the face of the earth, they're not going to care. Like they, they, it just doesn't matter to them. If the customer is the number one focus and whether or not you get your item back is not concerning them. So eBay, I like for that reason that they actually care. And if you don't get your item back, they're not going to have a problem with it or they're not going to have a problem with you calling in, talking to them and trying to get you in a place where you're happy with the outcome of the sale. So that is something that you, that, uh, you know, is important. The other thing is like local sales, people really wig out about local sales. I personally don't do a lot of local for two reasons. One, I don't have the time, like me trying to drive two hours, one, two, and from one to work and then one back from work and then trying to set up local sales around my house. Like I just don't have, I don't have a, I'm not in a place where I can make that kind of thing happen or meet somebody on a whim or something like that. I just, I usually have to be in certain places, whether that be my job or whether that be on my drive home or something like that, where I can't just be somewhere on a whim. And so that's part of the reason why I don't do local, but local sales are not super scammy. Like they're usually very, very good. They've gotten to a place where you can do a lot of different ways to, to actually have the sale go through. You can do cash, you can do checks, but you can also do things like Venmo or Cash App or Zelle or any of these different Apple Cash is another one, Google Pay, like any of these different electronic forms of money are very good because you can send the person money, you know it's real, you know it's been verified by an app and things like Venmo and stuff, you can't really get it back unless you go through a whole bunch of hoops to call them and stuff like that. So if you're trying to work with reputable looking people, if somebody shows up and they look like a complete scam artist, I really wouldn't try and deal with that person anyways but you know if it's a normal person like a mom just trying to buy kids for trying to buy toys for her kids or something like that um you know that kind of stuff you probably don't have to worry about and so i would encourage you not to worry about being scammed on craigslist and uh facebook marketplace and stuff there are a lot of scams out there craigslist is a little bit more like you know wishy-washy with that kind of stuff um, but Facebook Marketplace, for the most part, just keep your eyes open. And if there's something that seems bizarre to you or gives you like a second, uh, you know, makes you have a red flag go up, I would stay away from it. And that's just me. You may lose out on a little bit of profit here and there, but at least you won't have to worry about, you know, losing an item or something like that. For the most part, though, they're really good platforms. They're built out really well and you don't have to worry too much about getting scammed by somebody. If you're worried about being scammed, it's gonna hinder your business a lot more than you actually being scammed would. Because if you're if you're concerned with that, you may make a lot less uh, rational decisions when you're dealing with people and stuff like that. I mean, just, just on eBay, if you get a buyer who has zero feedback, the amount of buyers I've had buy things for me with zero feedback, leave a positive review and I never hear from them again, is, is astounding. And I had always heard from people that you never make a transaction with somebody who has zero feedback which was kind of bizarre to me because you everybody starts with zero feedback. So I don't really know how no, how anybody would ever get feedback if that was the rule that we played by. So I typically just lean towards the side of assuming people are good people when they're buying from you and that you can trust them. And it's worked out really well for me so far. And even in the couple cases where it hasn't worked out and they've gotten one over on eBay or on 
uh, a different platform or something like that. I've been able to go back and work with that platform. And even today, I, I got full credit back for the sale. I don't have to worry about it. If the buyer sends the item back, that's wonderful because then I have the item and the sale, but they're probably gonna keep it because they tried to keep it anyways without having to pay me. So it's fine. It's like the sale happened and we're good to go. So I would just encourage you not to get yourself super caught up on the worries about what if somebody scams me? What if I lose money in this? What if that? Be cautious when you're first starting out, but also, you know, don't get worried about the the what ifs about uh, losing money to somebody who is trying to pull one over on you. It's not going to happen very often. And if you're doing this, it's just a couple hundred dollar a month thing. It's probably never going to happen to you at all. So I would just encourage you to keep your eyes open when you're doing things. Um, you know, if something doesn't feel right, don't do it. But at the same point, you know, just realize that most people just want to make a buy or just want to make a sale and they're not trying to, uh, you know, get one over on you. So that's just something that I realized soon into selling that was going to be a hindrance to me if I kind of didn't deal with it. So hopefully it's not something that kind of bothers you and, and holds you back from helping grow your business and helping you make some extra money. Um, that's really all I have for today. Uh, tomorrow, not really too many sneaker releases going on that I'm super excited about. So be kind of a chill morning for me. I may get some work done around the house with different inventory organizing and stuff like that and trying to get my uh, accounting in order. I need to do something about it because I'm not really tracking my sales uh, live as they happen. I go back like Saturday and try and track them. And it's just a huge mess because if you make, you know, 30, 40 sales in a week or something, you know, it's just, it's a complete mess trying to go back and track them all. So I got to do something about that. And that's probably what my focus is going to be for the morning tomorrow. And then hanging out with uh, my family and my girlfriend. So just going to be a nice weekend, try and relax a little bit and have a good time. But you guys stay safe, stay healthy, have a great weekend. And I will talk to you tomorrow. Peace.